0: Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be here with you. I am Darla Mackla of Darla Mackla Coaching, equipped for his purpose. And I'm excited to welcome you to another episode of the Love Seat Conversations. And today, the Love Seat Conversations is all about featuring women that are living out their dreams, that are going for their dreams in spite of whatever life might throw at them. And we're talking about how we can support each other and what um, what they're bringing to this world and how they're impacting the world around them, and so today I have a very special guest. Her name is Cheryl Olson, Hi. and hello. And so I'm um, just sh- I'll share a little bit about Cheryl, and then we're just going to go in and we're going to talk about things that are that she's passionate about and how um, we can support her in her journey and what she uh, is, is looking to, to bring to her her corner of the world to impact her world as well. So Cheryl's, um, Cheryl actually moved around a lot, but finally ended up in Minnesota her junior year of high school and then has stayed since then, so yay! Yeah. Um, with the sales marketing and management degree, she spent a lot of her career in various aspects of that field. Uh, Cheryl has three grown children and seven grandchildren ranging from 18 months to 18 years. So that's quite a range there. Um, she's also been determined and passionate about helping others. Okay, so whether helping a business with their mark with her marketing expertise or helping friends or family wherever needed. And w- Cheryl, one of the things we're going to talk about, um, and this is one of the one of the reasons that I wanted to really have you on is because in our community you've been a, a real you're known for resiliency and, and just pushing through, right? Um you're a two-time cancer survivor and currently treating another diagnosis. And I know there's more. So we'll just we'll just get there's into <laughs> it. Yes, I know there's more that you that you can share with us. So I just um I feel like I spent a long time that, but you're gonna you're gonna share with us what if I miss something, you fill in the gaps. But Um, The first thing I want to talk about is just the, even thinking about growing up and moving around a lot, um, I'm sure that obviously there was some resiliency there too. Was that, was that hard for you moving around a lot as a, as a young child?
1: Um, You know, it was just kind of accepted. It's what we did. Many people have asked, was my dad in the service that we moved around so much? He was not. He was actually in the mobile home industry. What, how appropriate there. (laughs) (laughs) we we, uh, didn't live in a mobile home except like first, I think, four or five years of my life. But uh, dad's job just took him different places. And um, we moved around. It was hard. However, um, I do have a twin sister. I think that made it somewhat easier. We don't look alike at all. Um, But I think that made it somewhat easier that there was somebody else Sure. You know, to share that as we started a new school. Um, her tastes are different than mine. We don't look the same. My parents <laughs> from day one uh, separated us in school uh, so that we could each have our own identity. Okay. But I, the moving around part has made it so that, um, you know, you have to get out there and you have to put yourself out there. And even in grade school, you had to put yourself out there, otherwise you were the new kid and mm-hmm. kind of slump in the corner in the back, um, back of the room. So I think that that has made both my sister and I a little more outgoing um, sure. by moving around so much. It's hard. Um, I make a joke out of it, but uh, filling out job applications when I was younger and they list the schools and on one, I just put all of them. <laughs> <laughs> too many it's like too mentioned. many to sure, list <laughs> sure sure so
0: but that was it sounds like just even from a young age you had to learn a lot of different skills of connecting and, and coping and resiliency so yes how do absolutely. you feel like that has has impacted your life as you've moved through adulthood and going th- gone through oh. some of the journeys that you've gone through with cancer and starting another business
1: which we can talk about Okay. Um, I think it's been a big impact. It has, um, it's, it's not something I wanted my kids to do to move Mm -hmm. around all over the place. Um, yeah, we didn't just move a little here or there. We moved a lot. Um, there was some moves a lot more difficult than others. And, um, so another, another, little unknown thing here about Cheryl. I was born with real severe club feet that required several surgeries. And at, I think I've been a fighter since birth because my parents were told at birth that I would never walk. And, um, so moving also made it kind of difficult for some of those surgeries because we're at different locations. And, um, I do remember moving. I think I was third grade, and I had cast on both legs up to my hips. And I remembered um, the family going to look at a house that we were going to move into from another area. And I wasn't able to go up the stairs and look at the house. Dad kind of, at that point, he had to carry me in because I wasn't walking with the cast like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then doing that. um, So there was... I think the resiliency started at birth and the determination to do what somebody says can't be done, um, started at birth. (laughs) So there's funny incidents there. I know one year at third grade and I got, had gotten my cast off, um, and, uh, came home just crying and dad's like, what's wrong? He goes, you got your cast off. I thought you'd be happy. And I said, I'm not gonna be picked first for kickball anymore. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> you know, eat it in that way, right? <laughs> uh, so anyhow, but I, I think there's good and bad. It is not something that I wanted my kids to experience. I wanted them to be in the same community, um, have those lifelong friendships that they start in kindergarten until they graduate high school and beyond. Um, There's good and bad to be said of it. Sure.
0: But you learned how to fight and you learned how to do things that people said you couldn't do, right?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Okay. Absolutely. Oh, awesome. So when it comes to, um, if you think about going, I mean, you've had a really successful career for many years in sales and marketing. Mm -hmm. Would you, if there was... A career that, do you have like a dream career if you could just wake up tomorrow morning and begin to dream and go for it? What would that career be? I
1: do. I've had a dream career for many, many years um, and that being to be a uh, motivational speaker, a public speaker um, with motivational topics. I think you know, a lot of times motivational speakers are there and um, what drives them is their past. And a lot of times those most unfortunate situations are what makes us who we are and that keeps us going. So I would love to be a motivational speaker, be able to motivate other people to just kind of accept life as it comes, but not lay down for it. um, They say that you've
0: And there must be a little vibrant, there's a little echo on your end, I think, I think it's me on your end. But um, they say that your biggest message, your message. So that tells us that, like, what we are meant to go out and do is often because of what we've gone through. Right. So what's one thing that like, if you were, if, if you were called to get on a stage, which you are kind of on a stage right now, so maybe this is your debut, right? Because I, I talked, um, I talk a lot about really dreaming and having a vision and taking the steps for it. And when there's a vision or a dream in our heart for a long time. There's usually a reason for that, right? Yes. <laughs> it's yes. our sign. Like, what can we start doing? But if you were called today to get up on a stage, what could you talk for an hour about?
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, I think if I were to get up on stage and talk for an hour, it would be, um, I don't want you to get this wrong. It's not the poor me, pity me. I've never done that. Um, and I don't do that. But probably to relate to people who have been through... Um, Similar situations that I have been through, and uh, starting at birth with the club feet and some of the things that I had to go through there. Um, and moving on into uh, teen years, my mom passed when she was 34 years old. I was just shy of 14. Oh, wow. um, so that was hard. Oh, wow. Kids in the family. That's so um, awesome. My dad remarried after that. I think my stepmom was crazy. I said, You married a guy with two teenage girls? Are you nuts? And then the other kids. And she had one of her own. So, (laughs) but learning to uh, adapt there as well with a stepmom. um, And then just the moving around a lot as well. And my siblings are in other parts of the country, because my parents moved so much. After I graduated high school, they moved again. Um, So I stayed here, and my sister is in North Carolina. Um, I had a brother who was living in Florida. He's moved around quite a bit. Um, Unfortunately, he passed away a couple years ago. And then I have another brother who is currently in um, Kansas. And so we we kind of feel like as we went through high school and stuff, it's kind of like graduate and dad dropped one here, dropped one there, so on and so <laughs> forth. But there's so many things that make you who you are and make you resilient as an adult. Um, some of the worst times in my life are things that I have been able to help others with, um, including um, loss of children, infertility, so on and so forth. Um, just not gloom and doom, but I had um, one uh, premature birth, two miscarriages, and one uh, pregnancy that was not viable at about five months in a, um, a DNC there. So a lot of physical and emotional type things. The beauty that came out of that is I've been able to help several women who have been through uh, that catastrophic experience Mm -hmm. I firmly believe God has a reason. Um, We don't always know what that reason is. And sometimes we may never know. Um, With the cancer journey, I have been able to mentor a lot of women going through uh, not just breast cancer, but other types of cancer and been able to, I feel, answer questions for them, put them at ease, um, consult them on some things and just be real with them about what's going on and and what they need to do, or what what I do in my journey, what they can do in their journey to make it a positive experience. Um, When we speak of cancer, one of the things I would definitely talk about on stage is what friends and family can do and what not to do when um, someone that they love has been diagnosed. The number one thing not to do for breast cancer is do not tell that person, yay, you're getting a boob job. No. <laughs> oh, there are people that say that. Um, th- and they think, oh, yes, you're getting a boob job. You're going to have these cute little perky things that are going to be wonderful. Um, my reconstructive surgeon had told me from the onset, I can make you look good under clothes. <laughs> um, it's, it, it's not your typical boob job. It's not one that you want to have, and um, it ain't pretty. <laughs> so, but you just deal with it. Um, so anyhow, uh, but to tell people, I think it's important to educate friends and family as to what they can or cannot do mm-hmm. to help that person who is going through their knee. And there's a lot of things that quite honestly, before I had cancer, I thought I was being helpful with people and realized mm -mm, that was not the thing to say or do to help them. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the first things, and of course, with social media, everything's out there like in an instant. And a lot of people, the first thing they'll do is either uh, message, pick up the phone, whatever. As soon as they find out that person has a diagnosis, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? Sometimes these are people that haven't reached out to you for five or six years. And at that time, the patient and their family is going through so many things in such a hurry that it's hard to even grasp what's going on medically, let alone kind of talk about it with others. I've always been very open about my cancer. Um Because of the position that I'm in, being out there in sales and marketing, I was seeing a lot of people in the business arena. Um, I knew my hair would be going um, to make it fun. That was my accessory. I had different hats to go with every outfit I had. Um, So that was my accessory, throw some pins on them, something like that. But uh, some people choose to be private and not share that. And that's their choice. Um, but sometimes it's, when you have a whole community behind you and praying for you because they know what you're going through, the power of prayer is immense.
0: Mm -hmm. It's Um, immense.
1: Um, it's just, you know, there's, there's so many things that I would like to tell people what not to do when somebody's Mm -hmm. diagnosed with cancer and what to do, um, that can be helpful. So I'll probably talk quite a bit about that. Um. The other thing that I would talk about is that, like I said, um, the gifts that any of these situations has given um, in being able to help others um, with the uh, the loss of of babies. Mm-hmm. There was I don't do it anymore, but there was a time that I did um, angels and an anonymous card. like a heart hunger type angel and an anonymous card and I had several of those up at the maternity ward at the hospital for anyone who was going through that with just an anonymous note to let them know that you're not alone but someone does care for you and the angel was uh ornament to put on their tree in remembrance of that child um so that they always had that because from the moment of time of conception you are a mom um (laughs) And a lot of times people who are suffering with infertility um, or have experienced miscarriages don't feel that they're moms. They are. It will always be a mom. So in doing that, it's also been healing to me to be able to reach out and help others with the cancer. um, And this is something I might plug if I could. With the cancer, one of the things that I have done is um, I do sell 31 products, which Mm -hmm. is uh, bags, purses, all types of storage, organizational type things. And, um, I was given a gift of a chemo bag before I started chemotherapy. Um, and it was wonderful. I'd never, I didn't even know I'd need that stuff,
0: Yeah,
1: but it was wonderful. And it had several things in there, some hand sanitizer, some aspirin, um, lemon drops, um, some wet wipes, um, Just a whole bunch of different things. Face masks before you had to wear them all the time. (laughs) and um, uh, A bunch of different things in there in a small little bag that I could carry with me at all times. Mm -hmm. The bag was wonderful. However, the bag was, I think the zipper broke the first time I used it because it was a dollar store bag. So I thought, hey, I'm gonna take these 31 high quality bags and I'm gonna put those items in there and donate to um, the oncology department, which I have done. Um, Right now I'm not doing any because the exorbitant cost of hand sanitizer and mask and those things after the pandemic. However, um, they do call me when they need them at the oncology department, and I would love to be able to put together some of those bags again. Um, I try and do neutral ones so that it can be male or female And an anonymous note goes with it, that a group of people, um, you know, or that basically it just kind of says that I've been where you've been, I've been in that chair, um, and kind of tries to put them at ease. My only stipulation for the oncology department is I wanted that to be given to ones who it was their first day of chemo. Okay, Um, Okay. Because that's kind of the, that's the frightening one when you don't know what's going on. Um, So I do have an opportunity, if anybody would like to sponsor one of those bags or make a donation to that, and I will put more bags together. I think I have included, uh, normally in the bag, I had a gas card, because you're running up lots of gas, Um, gas card, um, Tylenol, individual hand wipes, um, mask, thermometer, um, mints, lemon drops, Oh, my gosh. Kleenex. Yep. Um, hand lotion because you get real dry. Lip balm because your lips get dry. Different things like that that they could just carry with them at all times. So um, that was my way of giving back and being able to help others and hopefully put them at ease during that first chemo treatment. Um, And I love doing that. I love doing that. It's healing for me
0: Mm -hmm.
1: to be able to do that.
0: I feel like I'm so sorry. Um, I feel like we can, we can start spreading the word we I'd love for you to put a plan together. My mom, we had my mom had a two year bout with cancer, and I sold 31 at the time. And so I actually gave her a bag, the same bag, I think that you probably use the lunch bag
1: but the cool thing I used a mini zipper and you'd be amazed at how you
0: did okay yeah well I had given her the lunch bag with a bunch of stuff we had like fuzzy socks in there and stuff like that a lot of the stuff that you mentioned and literally she she went through two rounds of chemo and she used it all the time and it was kind of fun because like at the end of you know she didn't make it and so she had this bag and I actually filled it up and passed it on to another lady that was going through the same ovarian cancer she was going through. And she was just so like blessed by it. And it was kind of cool for me to be able to like, I mean, it was used, but I told her that I'm like, my mom used this, like this. And, you know, anyway, so I think that when this comes out, let's, by then you can have a plan and let's just pass the word and let's see what we can do. Absolutely, that, that would be out. fantastic. I'd love, to, I'd love to see a group of group of us come together and and help you su- help support that you know financially. So um, and maybe some people will even have like access to some of that stuff at a discount or something like that. So you um, can put that together and then we'll post all the details in the comments and then Perfect. People, let's share this video away so that we can get a lot of people. Um, on that. So I love that. I know that was a blessing, um, for so many people. And I just, you know, I've done different things like that before when I was selling 31 too, and, um, just different people I worked with and, and just to need, even just to know, like somebody's thinking about you and they care about you and they're praying for you. Um, and I know like even going through, you know, I love the fact that you're out there like supporting people because as a family, we didn't, we had a lot of questions that the doctors weren't answering and the nurses weren't answering, just like what should we do as a family? And so I think that's so incredibly important to have somebody who's been through it and who can say, do this, don't do that um, as a friend, but also as a family member, because there were some things that we struggled with. We're like, how do we like respond to this or what should we push and what should we, you know, not push? And so Anyway, I love that you're doing that. I love um your mission in life. And so let's um yeah, I, I'm just gonna encourage you on the little love seat coaching thing that we're doing <laughs> here. Um, you got a big dream in your heart. And so let's let's I do. yeah, like um there's there's power to that dream and so and there's a reason for it. And so I I, I, encourage do. I would
1: love to do that motivational speaking and even tie that in with the care packages, cancer care packages, or chemo care packages, and do something like that. I think it's important to always look for the good in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> my husband was wonderfully supportive. So was my family during everything. I um, I had a lot of struggles. Um, my doctor and I joked, and I just told him to start calling me Murphy, because it was Murphy's Law, everything he said oh. that was, uh, you know, of 1% chance of happening. (laughs) I'm Murphy. (laughs) Finally, I told him, I said, quit. Yeah, don't say anything. (laughs) But my husband was wonderful through a lot of of the things there. And um, I'm very appreciative of that. I was going somewhere with this. Where's, oh, to look to the good. And um, I do feel that... um, Cancer With cancer, I am still beyond blessed. And even now, as I go through an incurable but manageable cancer, I am still beyond blessed. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell people cancer made me a better person. It made me realize stuff is only stuff. Right. And uh, You know, it's... About the people in your life. and Yeah, and how you treat the people in your life. And many times I will say to my husband, come on now. Five days from now, is this going to make a difference? Pick your battles. They're not worth all fighting. And some are so insignificant when you look at the real picture. So um, I do feel it's made me a better person. Um,
0: Well, we know that God doesn't waste anything that we go through. So nothing is wasted. And the dream that he's put in your heart, it's for a reason. And so, yeah, as like your love seat coach, I'm going to tell you to go for it. Like okay. make a plan for 2021 and okay. let's go on stages. And here's the thing: stages are a whole bunch of different things. A stage isn't just getting up in front of you know a thousand people. Mm-hmm. A stage is this. A stage is putting your your experiences into words. So um, yeah, you'll be you'll be hearing more about <laughs> about that from me.
1: But um, I would love to be up in front of a thousand, ten thousand, twenty five thousand people. On one of those big stages. I would love that.
0: I feel like you can be. Oh, you got it. And I, the last thing I want to talk about, because I hear it in your voice and I hear it in your words is the power of gratitude. I feel like there, that's been a really huge impact in your life is the gratitude that you've had for life and for the things that you've gone through. And mm-hmm. would you agree with that, that that's helped you change yeah. the way that you look at things by being grateful for it or, or just, right great grateful for the life that you have.
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I would say definitely.
0: Mhm. Yeah, so. that's the power it changes the way that we think. So when you focus on like you know, someone's over here saying like, Oh, why is everything happening to me? And why? Right. You know, why is Murphy's law always my thing? Or you're over here going like, Okay, let's not talk about it. Like, let's have some fun with it. But um just grateful for and recognizing that everything that you've gone through is for a reason and part of your purpose. And so not that we think it's like God doesn't like make bad things happen to us. So good things can happen. But just sometimes right. things
1: happen. And there's he knows the reason we don't. Exactly. and um, so We don't I, know the answers. And yes. I, from the onset of the cancer, I what did I count up between my sisters, my nieces, my daughter, um, just the immediate family. I, I'm, not, I'm probably going to be off on the count, but I think that it was like 14 and the odds of cancer are much more than one in 14. And from the onset, I had always said, um, if somebody has got to take it from the team, I'm glad it was me and not them. Mm. So, and I've always felt that way, but I also feel that I had the strength to persevere and carry on and, um, a family that helped me through that, you know, at the time, my husband was unemployed with a work injury. Um, the good part about that, he was there to be able to take care of me hmm when I needed that so yeah that's good that came out of that uh I don't know if I should say this but I will both of my sisters have said our husbands wouldn't have done the same as yours did so <laughs> and I'm like that's
0: I would funny. like to like
1: think, think they would but I don't think they a negative it's
0: just you know everybody has different strengths and so knowing that yeah. you were blessed with the one that was yeah. able to to help you through that so awesome yeah. So. Well, before we go, um, where can we get a hold of you? So I know we'll like I said, we'll put the information in the comments about how we can get get the um, chemo bags started. But if somebody wanted to just get a hold of you, um, is there like an email address that they could send to? And then we'll I
1: have an email address. I also have a Facebook page okay. out there. Um, they can connect with me through um, the becoming lounge as well because it'll show up as a friend on there. Well, um, the email address is caolson101991 at gmail.com. Okay. Um, that's my personal email okay. address. And and we'll I'll we'll type that time. out and send yeah. it to you as well. Yeah. So um, I don't, I've had several phone calls from people over the years that have said, hey, this is so-and-so, you don't know me, but my friend Carrie said, you've been through this. My friend so-and-so said, you've been through this. Can we talk? And that's where I've been able to mentor and meet a lot of wonderful people that I would have never met.
0: That's awesome. I have all kinds of ideas as a coach going in my mind right now for you. (laughs) We're going to have to talk offline. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Cheryl, for joining me. And um, like I said, we'll throw everything in the comments and let's get those chemo bags filled. And you all know where to connect with me. You'll be able to connect with Cheryl as well. So thank you so much,
1: everybody. Um, I will just at the end here say really quick, if somebody does, um, even if it's through church or something, is looking for a speaker, or I have spoken at several women's groups and um, uh, community clubs, um, let me know. I will be glad to come and talk and I can do half hour, 20 minutes, hour, whatever. Um, But let me know. I'll be glad to come and talk. And hopefully right now I would be free. But hopefully someday, you know, I'll be bring yeah, yeah. those big bucks to speak
0: so if, that I can keep doing that face to face. But the beauty of speaking and connecting with people is this Zoom, you know, with COVID, it, we've been kind of limited, yeah. but this has been a great opportunity to connect. So you guys, if you're even out of town, or you're doing virtual stuff, or you even have like businesses that you just want someone to come and encourage your your people, um, Cheryl's available. So, um, keep, keep in touch. Um, you can follow her on Facebook too. So everyone have a good day. We'll talk to you next time on the love seat.